People of the world, we are back. Welcome to What's Funcast, episode 127, recorded and released today, October the 12th, 2021. I'm one of your hosts, Paul, and joining me is Mr. Catnap himself, Ahmed. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. (laughs) How was your nap? It was delicious. When I tell you, I woke up and I was like, hmm, what year is it? Like, I was knocked the hell out. Um, so I apologize. You really were. I called you six times, and you said, "Don't be beep. I'm asleep." Usually, like the phone vibration, on, like because it's on my nightstand, that will wake me up. Because it kind of vibrates a little nightstand. That's all I need to wake me up. I nothing. No. Nada. I, I can attest. Can confirm. <laughs> nothing happened. Dead to the world. I'm still like recovering from whatever plague illness that is not COVID. I got tested. Um, plague illness that I have. So my body's just a little bit like, "Yo, let's rest." I'm like, "Okay, that sounds good." So that's where I'm at. <laughs> I mean, you um, seem to be getting good amounts of rest, so that's good. Yes. No, I'm definitely resting up because we had a pretty exciting weekend. And just to clear the air, the illness that I have is not from this event that we attended. I got tested beforehand. Everything's fine. I was masked the whole time. We're all safe. But this past weekend marked our uh, incredible return, along with our friends in the chat here, Justin and Rita both, um, to New York Comic Con. Which was yes, amazingly exciting. It was super. I mean, uh, it was like Diet Comic Con or Comic Con Light, as I've been calling it, um, just because a lot of the key exhibitors aren't there, like uh, Marvel, DC, Funko, uh, Dark Horse Comics. None of them were there, and they're kind of like usually big hitters in terms of booths. Um, and I don't know. It's just, it felt kind of like just a little empty. It was also the the quietest Comic Con we ever seen. Like Friday didn't even sell out, so we had like all the space to like breathe and i don't know it just felt kind of really empty but it was still nice to be in the building and saturday was a lot more fun there's a lot of good cosplayers that we were able to sit and watch and we were able to see the entire show floor every single exhibitor and every single artist in the artist alley um, it was a ton of fun it was good it was it was a lot of fun and i know i agree 100 percent with you where like you know there was a lot of stuff that was not there because of everything um, and as much as I agree with you, and I'm like, oh, it kind of stunk. Like it was nice being able to see the entirety of the show floor, the entirety of Artist Alley, without like getting elbowed in the face too many times by people like flying by. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was really nice. So nice to be back. Um, definitely a different vibe this year. Hopefully next year we're in a better spot where we can you know go through and and actually have like a, a proper Comic Con and everybody can be back and I don't know. Not in person because everybody was in person, but back into the regular tune of what we uh, of what we are normally expect from a comic con. Yes. Yep. 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 Fingers crossed that all's well for for next year because this was kind of like it's kind of like a tease, like a preview. Um, but it was still yeah, a good time. it was. But it was nice for what it was. It was nice. Yes. No. It was definitely the most relaxed comic con, which was nice. Um, I feel like usually we're always like super stressed out by the end. Like this time we were just more exhausted by the end because we're old, but. <laughs> Not as, we, we not are as annoyed. Old. Can confirm. Can confirm. I'm old. Yes. I remember, like, at the end of some of the days in the past, like, we'd just be so stressed out from constantly bumping into people that, like, I don't know. You're like, by the end of the day, you're like, everything sucks. Um, but, yeah. So, no, this was, this was a good, a good way. Yeah, no, definitely. It. And that, and that's the one thing. Like, I remember last, last time we went 2019, uh, on Saturday, I actually like sat out most of the day because the crowds were so ridiculous. I was like, I literally cannot take it. Like, yeah. there's just too many people. You're getting bumped. It's like 
people are like sweating and they're bumping into you and i'm like this is too much yeah no i remember in past years it was, it was actually really obnoxious <laughs> to set. i'd be like i, I would power through because i'm like whatever but yeah the the tension was was thicker ew the tension was thicker <laughs> it was oh nasty oh it's good stuff so it's yes. been almost four weeks uh this would have been the fourth week uh, yes, Rita. Mine also said that. All of my feet, ankles, mm-hmm. uh, every everything that is uh, holding my body up said, please, sit your ass down immediately. Oh, my God. Sunday, um, the way I just laid on my couch all day. What a dream. <laughs> what a dream. Oh, my God. It's uh, Yes, it is a dream. But, um, yeah, I did I did the same as well. Like, waking yeah. up and not having to do anything, I was like, oh, yes, I love this. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so it's been almost four weeks what have you done you have a whole bunch of shit here oh so God. walk us through it. so much okay so uh regrettably i did not beat my roller coaster tycoon challenge that i set up for myself mainly because i set up the challenge in set in the summer and then i proceeded to not play the game at all until like the week before my birthday in september mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. <laughs> i didn't calculate how many hours it would take me to beat every in-game year is a real life hour and every single like i had i have I think i have like 10 levels to go and every level is like by the end of year three, by the end of year two, by the end of year three. So each level is like two to three hours. And I was like, all right, there's no way I'm going to be able to beat this. So I'll beat it for the end of the year, maybe. I won't like set up a legitimate official challenge, but we'll see. Um, so I didn't beat Roku Sukun regrettably, but I haven't actually played that in a while. I played that like right before my birthday and I just kind of gave up. Um, but I did 100% Ratchet and Clank. Um, this I mainly did while I was dog sitting the lovely Cooper, guest star of the show. Um, so I wasn't able to stream it, but it was a good time, a lot of fun, I love that game. Um, I finished the WarioWare story, I'm really disappointed in that game, (laughs) to be totally frank. Um, coming from the previous WarioWare games I was a huge fan of, it, I really just don't like the mechanic of having each individual character that does new things, because, like, I have now five seconds to figure out how I'm gonna move this specific character with this ability to do whatever prompt it's telling me, and like figure out what the whole mechanic of the actual mini game that has five seconds to go is. It's just I I didn't like it. I per- much prefer the mini games that just every mini game has the same controls. Like either move a control stick or hit A or do something, and it's much easier to, easier to digest. But I don't know. I guess I had to make this unique in some way. So I see why it was done like that. But I just personally am not a fan. Um, I I would agree with you on that because it is, so Justin and I were playing it like on the table at Comic Con. Like we sat down for a few minutes and. We were playing it while you guys were doing something else, and um, it was very chaotic to the point that it's like, okay, like we couldn't figure out what the game wanted us to do. It was like, well, what does it want us to do? Yeah. Like, does it want us to, like, does it want us to go and you know, I, I don't know. It, it just got very confusing very quickly. Yes. And um, yeah, it, it was. It, it's well, I shouldn't say it got very confusing very quickly. It can get very confusing very quickly because you're. Picking your characters, and I found myself like picking like the first three characters over and over again because yep. they had the easiest mechanics. Yep. Um, and I, we kept doing that, and then the games, it's so quick, especially when it speeds up. The fun in doing that is because it's like, you know, with the Wii Remote, right? It's like draw or whatever, and then you like fling it or whatever that motion might be. Like, I think that WarioWare Smooth Moves, which is the Wii iteration, was one of the best because it was just these natural movements where it was like, do this or like shake the Wii remote or whatever. It was just very quick, like just little moves. And instead it's like, holy shit, there's two of us. We need to spin this dial, which sounds easy. Oh yeah. The Um, the one with like the windmill, like all you have to do is spin the windmill around. But like with some characters, it's super easy because you just, they can fly with other characters. You have to like, 
it's impossible. Like it makes the I don't know. Like so there's variation, I guess, like because each minigame is entirely different depending on which character you're doing it with, and there's like what, fifteen characters? But right. it just I don't know. I'm and not. so Justin's completely right, right? So then there's on top of it all, there is the um, there's the aspect of like you get to the boss fight, and usually the boss fight's like it, from what I remember at least, maybe I'm totally wrong, but from what I remember, it used to be like quick iterations of like you know quickly do this in quick succession or whatever, right? And in this case, it's like I think historically hey, beat, the... beat this level of Super Mario World, yeah, and it's like you know go at your own damn pace and. You know, I think that's I normally how it is for the boss fights in in the past games, okay. from what I'm remembering. Like they so usually maybe, like slow okay. down, and then it's like some big drawn out sequence. But maybe okay. I'm, maybe I'm, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we're wrong. Then I, I I couldn't remember, and I just didn't remember being like that. So it was uh, it was surely something. Yeah, because like it speeds up, speeds up, speeds up, and then you go to the boss stage, and you're like, oh, okay, things slow down, whatever, and then it's like a little bit longer, and then. The speed resets, but the difficulty of each minigame levels up. So, like, now you have to spin the wheel more times or whatever, like the windmill more times. Or you have to find two masks instead of one or something. I don't know. Right, right, right. But, yeah, that's that's a mainstay of the series, Justin. It's more so, it's, like, to break up the chaos so you're not, like, just constantly sweating and freaking out. Um, then but. I guess I'm okay with it. I, I guess I forgot what that was like, so. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. But. Anyways, yeah, finish that story. I don't know if I'll pick that up again in the near future, which is unfortunate, but we'll see. Um, You're all like, you gotta buy it digitally so that I can play it all the time. And Yeah, mm-hmm. meanwhile, me, a clown. I'm, I'm listening. It's fine. Um, I am finally getting deeper into Returnal. Um, so on Thursday, I so I, I had already beaten the first two area bosses, and I was still like, hadn't even reached the third yet. Thursday night... Um, Rita was over, and, and Justin and Paul were on their way for, for Comic-Con, and um, so I was playing that while we were waiting for them, and I got to the third boss, and I beat it somehow on the first try. Well, technically it was the second try, but like I had an extra life in that same run, so I didn't have to restart all the way from the beginning. Um, so within the first run that I encountered the third boss, I beat it. It was ridiculously difficult. I was sweating, um, but now I've like really advanced the story like to a complete... Like now... The cycle is basically different. I'm not starting in the same area that I used to start at, and I start at like a higher level, and I get access to like higher level weapons now. So um, it's it. I'm like finally advancing. <laughs> so I'm happy. I'm happy about that because I was honestly about to give up on that game. Um, so that's good. I'm so glad I didn't buy that game because I would not have played it. Like after I beat it, I'm just like anytime I read a review or the game's like where someone says the game's hard, I'm like, great, not for me. Cool. Like especially if it doesn't right. have a difficulty setting, please. Like. If, if I could turn that game Wait, to easy. Wait, this doesn't this doesn't have a difficulty setting? Nope. It's like one of those like Dark Souls or Sekiro or whatever where there's no difficulty setting. It's just that's how it is and you better get good. So mm, Okay. Yeah. No thanks. That's enough for me. I'm, just, I'm not I'm not good at video games. It's fine. Yeah. I've accepted no. it. Um but outside of video games, I've watched a ton of things. Um Netflix's Midnight Mass series is excellent. Um highly highly recommended if you are into uh, you know, the season halloween whatever i wouldn't necessarily call it horror i mean it is horror but it's not scary but it's good it's really well done it's very very well written i liked it a lot um i also just finished today actually during my lunch break i watched last episode um what if the marvel series uh or marvel animated series on on disney plus um and i really liked it it's not um i'm not sure if like the the things in the last episode have any implications on the overall multiverse 
Um, but I enjoyed it. It's a it's a fun little show if you don't think too hard about it because there's a lot of like weird little plot holes. But I think it's just because each episode's only thirty minutes, um, so there's not things that you can really dive into. But it's good. Um, Interesting. I, we've only watched the first episode of that, and it's like one of those things where we know going in, like you have to put in some brain power to it and oh, no. like really focus on. Well, at least that's how I feel. Don't think too I, much about I it. Don't know. Because it's like it's just that you that little pocket universe, and then you move on to another to another true. universe. The next episode. True. 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 Yes. No, it's all good. Um, and then Brooklyn Nine Nine finished, which I didn't realize like until I was halfway through watching the finale episode. I was like, oh, this is the last episode, huh? Um, so that was good. I really, really loved this last season. I thought they did it very well. Um, sent off the show with a bang. I really enjoyed it. It was good. Um. And then Star Wars Visions, I kind of gave up on. I watched the first, like, five episodes of it. And, like, the first one was really good. And then the sub, the next four, I'm like, okay. These are just, like, weird <laughs> anime alternate universes of Star Wars. And I don't know. It's just not... None of the subsequent episodes have been my cup of tea. Um, so I kind of have, have that on the back burner. And I know that, like, maybe the next episode will be a bit better. Because it's completely different. Whatever. But I don't know. I'm not too, too eager to jump into it. But... Um, Bob's Burgers is back. I've been watching a lot of that. And then in terms of movies, seen quite a few. Uh, starting off with Venom, Let the Recarnage, which was really good. I highly enjoyed it. It's super fun. Um, and then I watched a few movie, uh, movies on streaming, um, including The Guilty, which is the Jake Gyllenhaal movie on Netflix, which is actually apparently a remake of a Danish movie. I didn't realize that until after I finished it and was looking up things about it. I didn't like it. I wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't waste your time. Um... What movie was that, Ahmed? You you broke up on my side. The Guilty. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was it was fine. I don't know. It was okay. Um, and then The Vigil, which is I believe it's on Hulu. It's a horror movie on Hulu, um, and it's about like a a guy like in in Orthodox Jewish religion, like when someone dies, um, someone called a shoimer has to go and watch over their body overnight and like say prayers until they can, you know, go to the funeral next morning. So, like, follows this dude that does that. It was actually pretty good. I enjoyed it. It, um, it was a little scary. And then I watched this other movie on Shudder called Candisha, which is, like, a French horror movie. Um, and it was pretty good. I enjoyed that as well. And then uh, <laughs> last night, me and Rita, um, we were supposed to go see Lamb, <laughs> the new A24 horror movie. Um, but two of our friends backed out because they weren't feeling well. So we're like, all right, let's go watch this other movie called Titan. Or, uh, sorry, it's French for titanium, so it's like titan, whatever. Um, I say it as titan because that's how it's spelled. And when I say it was <sighs> the most psychotic film I've ever watched in my entire life, at no point did I have any idea what was going to happen or what was going on. Literally, when the credits rolled, me and Rita just both looked at each other like, what the fuck just happened? Like, it was chaotic. Doesn't even begin to explain. I have no idea how to explain this movie. I don't know. It was... If you want to see the most insane shit you've ever seen in your entire life, go watch that movie. I don't understand, though. Like, If I looked up the synopsis of this movie, what would it say? It would say that titanium is the strongest metal or something like that, and that's pretty much it. Like, there is no synopsis because I don't even know... If they know, I don't even know if I like. I don't. I've watched the full movie and I don't know what the movie's about. Like I don't. <laughs> like I don't know what happened. 
Like, there are so oh many... And God. the reviews acknowledge this, but the reviews are so pretentious. They're like, it really uh, takes the art of cinema to the next level, and you never know what to expect, and that's on purpose. And it's like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, this is insane. Oh, my God. It's... I Nothing can prepare you for any of the events that take place in that film. Not a single one. Mm. <laughs> like, within the first 15 minutes... I felt bad because like the people that were in this theater were obviously I feel like anyone that's going to watch the movie in the theaters like maybe me and Rita were the only fools <laughs> literally Rita's correct the one letterbox review is literally like bitch what the fuck five stars it's like what does this mean <laughs> I feel like anyone that's watching in theater that was like like a cinephile or something like really into film and me and Rita were just like cackling because they're like what's happening it was oh truly the most insane wait experience. y'all laughed through the whole movie well like not, I was honestly just in shock the whole movie. Like I just kept looking at the screen, like my jaw dropped. Like what is going on? Because like, oh my god! Every time you think it's gonna go one direction, it just doesn't, and it, like it attacks on another insane side story, and you're like, what is happening? I I don't know. I don't know. Oh my! God. It was truly a film. It was moving pictures in sequence. Anyways, Venom Two was great. Go watch Venom Two and go watch Shang Chi. Why'd you go see? You saw 007 before you saw uh, Shang-Chi? This, this, weekend, this weekend, we're going to go see both, is the plan. Perfect. So, we're going to go see Venom and uh, and Shang-Chi. Good, good. I just watched Venom 1 recently. Leave me alone. Yes, yes, talk about it. Tell us. How'd you think? What'd uh, you think? We really we really enjoyed it, surprisingly. Like, not that I thought we wouldn't enjoy it. Told you it was but good. It just... No, and I, and I trusted you um, sometimes, mm-hmm. but it's, uh, it's just one of those things where, I don't know, we weren't... It wasn't like on highest on the list of things to watch or whatever, and you know then we watched it and it was like because Lauren was like we're sitting there and Lauren's like oh do you want to try watching Venom or whatever and I was like sure and then we did and then it turned out to be pretty good I'm proud of you. and <laughs> this is this is the story <laughs> um, but yeah so no it was good and we um, Lauren was like we got to go see Venom too because it was it was funny it was good yes. um, I don't know we got a kick out of it. No, and it's a rare it's a rare thing that we watch uh you know superhero movies outside of marvel movies so yeah no venom, venom 2 is feel honored venom 2 was very fun because it like jumps right into it like there's no longer the introduction period or whatever of like the symbiote latching on and seeing whether it's a good host like it just starts out chaos and just the whole spoilers bro the whole hour and a half what's the spoiler it's the symbiote that's the in the name of the movie what do you think venom is I could be like Venom. Let there be carnage. That does, I hear nothing about the symbiote. I could be like Paul. Mario has a red hat. Paul, be like spoilers. <laughs> you get so mad. It's so funny. <laughs> because you're ridiculous. <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. No, it's not spoilers. I know. Relax. Don't cry. Cry yourself to sleep again. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I will. Good night. <laughs> maybe I will. And I'll call you six times again. You'll be like, hmm, I can't hear you. <laughs> um, yeah. No. Venom. Venom was good. Yes. Venom was good. What else did you do? You done? I'm done, yeah. I thought you were going to move into other things, yeah. Sorry, I'm (laughs) sitting here sleeving up cards and putting them in the container or in the binder and listening to you, uh, which actually helps me focus, which is good. Good, good. Um, So we went to Comic-Con, like we said, and uh, that was fun. Um, What did we do? No, we didn't do anything at Comic-Con. We didn't like play any games, which kind of stunk, but I was looking back at my old pictures when I tried Iron Man VR and I got super sick. Never forget that. (laughs) Um, I did beat Ratchet and Clank at your house. Yes. So that was that was good, and finally beat that game. But didn't 100 percent it because I'm not a psycho crazy man like you. Um, <laughs> but I, I did beat it, so that was good. 
Uh, I also finished Warrior Warrior Story. We talked about that already. Um, I didn't watch Titan, but I did watch Titanic. Um, and Lauren, like, randomly put on Titanic last night. Uh, right after I got back from No Time to Die. And, like, we got hooked in. And, like, we were cleaning up around the house and stuff. But then, like, we sat down, like, as the ship was going down. Spoilers, the ship goes down. Um, and, uh, yeah. It, I don't know. That movie was really good. For a movie that came out in, like, 97 or whatever, that was a very well done movie. It is. Um... But yeah, uh, like you said, I saw No Time to Die yesterday, and I forgot how much I liked the James Bond movies. Um, it was very entertaining, yes. and it was just very long. By the time I got, I was like, "Wow, I haven't watched a three-hour movie in a very long." It's time. three hours. Yeah, it's like I don't know, very freaking close to three hours. Like it's either two hours and fifty minutes or like three hours. Why? What the hell? Um, because it's a Daniel Craig's last James Bond movie. So what is it? Uh, James Bond Endgame. There's no reason for that to be that long. Let me tell you, there was no snapping. There was no Thanos, but um, <laughs> two hours. And yeah, so I, that was. Oof. Yeah, that was. Yeah, it was good. But I was like, by the time we were done, I was like, okay, I'm ready to go home. Like we got here at six o'clock, and it is now nine o five or nine fifteen. <laughs> like I'm ready to go home. Um, and there were so many previews. Oh my god! And they weren't even like all good previews. Um, what else did I play? I played Far Cry Six. Um, I got that, and that's uh, it's it's good fun. I mean, I like it. It's it feels more like what I want from Far Cry, and less like Far Cry Five, which is good. Like Far Cry Five, you're like walking on the sidewalk, and people are like, "Yo," and then start shooting at you, and I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> like if I could walk for one second, that would be great. Um, but yeah, this Far Cry, it's um, it is not that, thankfully. So which has been which has been good. So good. I've. Uh, I've been um, I've been playing that here and there, so that's been good. I did not play Metroid Dread yet. I did get a Switch OLED though, and I've been in the process of like transferring it all over. And it's very nice. Ooh, it's uh, fancy. Yeah, I don't know. Not that you could see the screen, but the screen is in fact bigger. Um, you yeah. can see that I literally started Metroid Dread. The way it blurs um, out the entire Switch. <laughs> oh no! It's because it's on. looking for a human face. I think that's how the algorithm I works. Yeah, so kind of. Anyway, it's the kick, bright. the kickstand, the kickstand is really nice. It, like it that'll definitely yeah, come in handy on on a plane. Yeah, I know. On a train, on a plane, on a boat, on a car. And is it, um, but anyway, yeah. Is it adjustable what? to like specific things or is it yeah. just one angle? Like it, it it literally can go I like come pushing it. I can stop at any point. Interesting. Yeah, so Crazy. I can stop it here. I can have it laying all the way down like this. Yeah. So it's uh, it's fancy. So nice, and it feels nicer. It feels like a heavier metal. But anyway, yeah. So I'm in the process of clearing out my um, my other switch and moving all the stuff over, and it's just a huge pain in the ass. So mm -hmm. um, not really a huge pain in the ass. But I got my Animal Crossing Island over, and that's really all that matters. So yeah, so that, that's uh, definitely the biggest thing. Oh, I was so nervous today. I was like, please don't like corrupt yourself or anything. Did you please. already move it once? Yeah, I said, aren't they like my? my yeah, I moved it from a switch light to the regular switch. Yeah, I feel like they because, said something uh, like, "You can only move things one time" or some like bullshit. So, I don't know. Thankfully, it moved, and like I turned on Animal Crossing, and Isabel had so much shit to say about pumpkins, and also I'm like, "Please, show oh, there's a Halloween money. event happening. Is there? Oh, great. Yeah, there is. So, Merry Christmas. Yeah, regrettably, um, I'm gonna have to boot up Overwatch to play the Halloween event. Very <laughs> I was like, "Wait, we're not." I was like, "Wait, we're not. We're not talking about Overwatch." Um, <laughs> the Halloween event. But, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about the Halloween event on Overwatch, if mm -hmm. we're being honest. But, yeah, so it's, um, 
yeah, I mean, it's really nice so far. I really haven't even had time with it. Hopefully I have some time this weekend um, to play it and stuff and, and see. But I've read so much positive stuff about Metroid Dread. I'm really excited to try it um, and see. So I know Justin's put some playtime into it. Uh, he and I were texting yesterday uh, about it, and he's really enjoying it. So I hope it is as hyped up as everyone is making it out to be. Nice. Yeah. So. I will probably pick it up eventually. Um just not not now i don't know <laughs> i'll wait not now because i have to play roller coaster tycoon yes, no man. i have all my horror games that i need to play now that's horror horror time i'll tell you the who was games wow i'll tell you well um i back for blood i've already played in the past so that's whatever and that's on game pass so there's no huge uh, thing for that but um Resident Evil 3 Remake, I think enough time has passed since I beat Resident Evil 2 Remake that I can jump back in to, for Resident Evil 3. Um, that you forgot what happened in Resident Evil 2? Yes, I, I agree 100%. What? When I forgot? What do you mean? Enough time has passed oh. that you've now forgotten what's happened in Resident Evil 2, yes. It doesn't matter. I'm just mean, like, it was a stressful game to play. I'm not a fan of those games because... Well, I wasn't a fan of Resident Evil 2 specifically because, first of all, how are you going to tell me that a zombie is going to need seven bullets to the head to die? And then get down, and then get it back up again, and require three more bullets to like die, die. And it's like, really? This is. And then I only have like twelve bullets to begin with. And then there's like someone chasing you throughout the entire game that like you cannot kill or avoid. You just have to run. And I'm like, this is so stressful for no reason. Like, please go to sleep. So okay, so hold on. Justin makes a good point. Metroid Dread is a horror game, hence the subtitle. You know, you say that, and I actually did put Metroid Dread towards the top. I'm just. I don't know. I don't know why I'm holding out on it, but and like I know it's not going to get any cheaper anytime soon at all ever. So <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Maybe maybe I'll pick it up before the end of the month. Um, mm, that's a lie. But something I picked up last year on Steam, Pumpkin Jack. I never finished bye, that. Tracy. Oh, bye, Tracy. Good night. Um, something I never picked up, uh, or I picked up last year, and I put a little bit of, but I never fe- uh, beat was Pumpkin Jack because it came out literally like October 29th. And then I had like, I remember that. Yeah, and I enjoyed what I played of it. And then it was November, and suddenly it's like Christmas time, and I'm like, well, I can't play this now, so I just never finished it. Um, and Luigi's Mansion Three, I never beat. I'm like more than halfway through, so I do want to beat that one this month. Um, and like a bunch of like small games, like Little Nightmares Two, which has been on my list for a while, and I think is on sale currently, so I should probably pick that up. Uh, Thomas was alone. That's something that uh, Ryan recommended. Um, I'm pretty sure I have it now because Thomas was alone. Thomas was Network. alone is. Li- is literally like the oldest game I can possibly think of. I feel like I've seen that game for like no joke, probably ten years now. I feel like I've seen Thomas was alone. I had honestly never heard of it until Ryan was like, "You actually play Thomas was alone," and then it was like available on PlayStation Plus or something like that. Because I have it on on PlayStation. I don't know how I acquired it, but I'm pretty sure I didn't. It's like money the for artwork. It. Like, is the artwork like some colors? Like, I'll look it up. Yes, myself, it's but... like very simple like, yeah. polygons. It's like I'm pretty sure you yes, play the square. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yeah. I think it's one of those like so, really short, like one or two hour games, very similar to like, um, uh, what was that one game called that I played that like captured my oh when the darkness comes or whatever like one of those kind of games. Mm. Um, so I'll give it a try, and then like. Small, like there's a game I think pretty sure that I saw both these I saw on TikTok actually uh, Visage and Stifled I think one of them is like when you like it uses your mic feedback and you have to like oh, echo yeah, I don't, I don't like that <laughs> nope and then I forgot what the other one was um, but just like some random horror games to try out and then uh, I still have the medium on my list which is a game pass game by the same developers of uh, Blair Witch but it barely runs on my PC so I will continue to wait until I obtain a graphics card to um, 
have to play that one. So. And you know what's funny? By that time, the game won't be on Game Pass anymore. It's... Isn't it a first-party title? I or something? Know, it was released day and date on Game Pass, so I assume it's one of those that's probably going to stay there for a while. But, I don't know. I trust you. I trust you. We'll see. Well, that that's good. You Price. should definitely play Metro Dread. Um, I haven't even played it, but you should play it. Yeah. Maybe I will. Also, to uh, to Julie's comment earlier when she said, because I'm normal, was that in reference to me 100%ing Ratchet and Clank? Listen, <laughs> the only one of the big reasons that I like doing that is because, so when Paul beat Ratchet and Clank... It's because I'm a psychopath. Yes, we know. No, okay. When you beat, when you were on the last level, and I was looking at your weapons wheel, I'm like, you only have one complete weapons wheel? I had like two and a half by the time I was at the same thing. So I got like so many more weapons, and the game was so much more... Uh, I don't know, like, I had so much more variety at the end, it was easier to beat the boss. Meanwhile, Paul was, like, struggling, shooting with, like, a little pistol blaster. Um, so, I like to yes, and? collect all the things so that I have access to all the weapons and make the game easier for myself later on. That's why I always what's your do the excuse? side first. What's your excuse for, what, what's your excuse for 100%ing every other game? Same reason, for the most part. <laughs> when any game that I 100% is because I want to level up my character to be as strong as possible before the end of the game. Like, that's the reason I did Horizon Zero Dawn, like, that way, because I got all the upgrades, so I had, like, the best armor and the best weapons, and then the last mission, like, I'm as strong as my character should be at this point, I feel like, like, and I can breeze through it, and it's not, like, a huge challenge anymore. Like, I've, I suffered in the beginning so that it's easier later on. That's my philosophy. Don't you play video games, don't you play video games for a challenge, though? Uh, yeah, and the challenge is doing all the quests and stuff in the beginning, <laughs> and then the final boss is easy, because I've trained and earned my keep. But if you uh, okay, struggle at the end, be my guest. Go crazy. Go, <laughs> go stupid. crazy and go stupid. But, like, I'm not gonna 100%, like, I'm, I don't wanna, um, do the, like, just random collectibles that have no effect on the game kind of thing. Like, in Ratchet and Clank, there's, like, the Krager Bears or whatever that you can collect, I couldn't give two shits about those. They have no effect on the game. That's literally just for a PSN trophy. I don't want that. I'm good. Um, so didn't you take the time before to do like collectible stuff, like in The Last of Us? Uh, not really. In any of those games where it's The Last of Us Two, I just enjoyed reading like the little side papers and like. Obviously, I'm gonna do like look for the code for a safe if I'm gonna get extra ammo and whatnot and like parts. But if it's just like random collectibles. And no, like in uh, in what you call it, in Uncharted games, there's always like those little treasure pieces, and all it does is like unlock art, like digital art in the game menu. Like that's okay. I can just Google it. I don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sure someone's blown it all. That sounds like me. It's yeah. fine. I'll Google it. No worries. Literally, um, but like for things that actually affect the gameplay, that's the stuff that I'll chase after. Like if there's a side quest, I will do all the side quests so that I can level up as much as possible, and then the main story becomes like cakewalk. Yeah. No, I hear you. I guess we play a little bit differently, but I understand where you're coming from. Yes. That's the reasoning. And that's why some games I'm like, I'm okay with not 100%ing this. Other games I'm like, I have to. Like, I can understand 100%ing, like, Spider-Man or Miles Morales, right? Like, those, those, like, I legitimately had fun going around and, like, collecting all these, like, collect-a-thon type items. Yeah. But, um... I mean, that, yeah, yeah. that was, that was 100% just because I really just enjoyed swinging around. So I might as well have swung towards a location as opposed to just swinging around for no reason. Um, right. But yeah, like those, like collecting those backpacks and stuff had no real effect on the gameplay. It was just for fun. And then, like, right. the voice acting and the storytelling is fun. So it's like, it's entertaining in that way because you get to hear all the voice lines and stuff that they did. Yeah. No, I agree. Yes. So does Julie. She says this is the way. It is. It is the way. So, yes, I'm not normal. <laughs> Do you 100% games or are you normal? 
Um, Literally. All I right. Definitely do not. Shall we jump into the hot news entertainment now that we're more than halfway through the episode? Not that we really have. Let's. There's really not no, that we, much we news really for the past four weeks. This is like one week's worth of news. Like, really I know. Happened. There's not. There's not that much going yes. on, but. Uh, but let's jump into it. So, do you want to take the first one about Guardians of the Galaxy? Sure. Guardians of the Galaxy is apparently getting a holiday special. This one comes from James Gunn himself on Twitter. And he says, In an incredibly subjective and admittedly often odd opinion, we'll be introducing one of the greatest MCU characters of all time. Hashtag Dio, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Um, so, I have no idea what the character is. I'm not too into the... I mean, I mean, obviously, we don't read the comics. I think if you follow us or have been following us for a while, you know that we don't read any of the comics. So I have no idea who this character could be. Um, uh, maybe it's Howard the Duck, but he's kind of been introduced in the past, like low key. But that's like the only. I don't know. Let's do it this way, Ahmed. Does no anybody idea. in the chat know who he's talking about? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe someone else more knowledgeable than I. Um, yeah. But this tweet doesn't have any like release date or anything. I'm assuming it's coming out sometime in December for the holidays. Uh, it has it has a release date. I thought this tweet doesn't, but I don't know if there was been a release date. No, no, no. Elsewhere. I'm pretty sure it has a release date. I'll look it up. I can look it up right now. Almost positive. Put my water bottle down so I don't spill it all over the place. Guardians. Mm, spill it right on your keyboard. Galaxy holiday special. Let's see. I can't remember if it was. Is it this holiday? I don't. I don't know if it's this holiday. Oh, wow. Late 2022. Just kidding. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. okay. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, I, I, didn't think it was, I didn't think it was this holiday. Interesting. A prequel to Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy 3. And it will be a sequel to oh, Thor it's Love actually... and Thunder. Oh, so it's in the middle. Yeah. So it's interesting. I think it's really interesting how they are positioning these... Um, these movies where or the TV shows too where they're putting them like in the middle of other things like they're putting a TV show or a holiday special in between two movies yeah. I don't know it just it's very interesting it feels very different very different from what I'm used to yes which is okay just different nonetheless it's all good I don't mind it um it's good I, I'm excited for it but yeah 2022. I'm sorry if I got anyone's hopes up that it was coming out this year, because I thought it was, but apparently not. You got my hopes up. Apologies. You got my hopes Sin up. It's okay. I'll serious. just cry now. I'll just cry now. Um, actually, should have you know mentioned that, hopes. like, after this next one. We should have started with... I, I'm realizing the ordering was a little off here. We're going to switch gears real quick into theme park news. Um, Super <laughs> Nintendo World is expanding after it barely even got to open the first part. <laughs> So that's exciting. I, this, this is like I, I always forget from time to time that this even exists. Right. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I mean, it's in Japan, yeah. Remember so. that? Yeah. I don't blame you too much. Um, yeah. But yeah, this one comes from both Wario 64 and uh, Nintendo his own press release, and they say to further immerse guests into Nintendo's well-known series of games, Universal Studios Japan will expand the land to include a new themed area after Donkey Kong. The area will feature a roller coaster, interactive experiences, and themed merchandise and food. Uh, guests will be able to walk on, take a walk on the wild side through the lush jungles where Donkey Kong and his friends live. The new area is set to open in 2024. And I feel like it's still before Epic Universe is set to open. Epic Universe is like 2025 or 2026, right? In Orlando? Holy shit. Epic Universe? Did they even announce that? Yeah. What do you mean, did they even announce that? No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold your horse. Is Epic Universe buddy. even the name I'm thinking of? Yeah, it's the third gate or fourth gate. Yes. Yeah, they've announced it. 
Well, it was rumored for how long? So oh, it has been. We've definitely twenty twenty five. No, I know, I know, I know. But it was rumored. Remember how long it was rumored for? Oh, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. And they like just kept didn't deny it, but they didn't say anything about it. And then finally they came out and they're like, oh yeah, hmm, this is Epic Universe, and everybody's like, oh okay, yeah, well no yes. shit. <laughs> yeah, so twenty twenty five is the targeted release window. Early twenty twenty five release window. <laughs> Releasing. Oh the well, <laughs> actually, hold on. So hold on. Remember the uh, they closed. They stopped construction in July twenty twenty. They restarted yes. it March third of twenty twenty one. And they haven't released a new opening date, but uh, given it will take nearly seven months to gain back some momentum, there's now a possible opening window of t- early 2025. That's from Wikipedia, so gotcha, I'm assuming gotcha. somebody fact-checked that to some extent. So, yes. Or didn't. Well, I mean, it's an, to be fair, it is an entirely new park. It's not just one themed area like Super Nintendo World is. Um, but the rumor right. is that Epic Universe will include a Super Mario or Super Nintendo World. Um, so maybe it'll just open mm. up with both the Mario and the Donkey Kong sections, or maybe it'll just be the Mario section. Who? Maybe it'll be something completely different. Who knows? I don't think they've ever confirmed exactly which IPs will be appearing at Epic Universe. Um, no, there was there was a rumored layout based on like some kind of like press day that they did. Yeah, there's like um, a there's just like one image that you you always see, but um, right. But yeah, there's no confirmation of exactly what is going to be there. Because there was talk of like a Fantastic Beast world or something like that. I remember. Yes. Um, like Fantastic Beast, How to Train Your Dragon, um, Mario, and like a Universal Monsters like Dracula, right. the Mummy, that kind of thing. Um, yes. But I don't know. We shall I see. Know. It's strange. It's exciting though for Universal. I'm excited for them. Yeah. Um, I think they're they're coming into their own finally. Like you know. With the the new Hagrid roller coaster and just Wizarding World in general, and the new Velocicoaster that's like rave reviews, and everyone's saying it's like one of the greatest roller coasters ever built. So like, um, I'm excited for them. They're finally kind of like stepping into their own shoes and being like, this is what we excel at, and this is where the road we're gonna go down. As long as they don't build any more stupid, you know, Fast and Furious and Kong Skull Island simulators. When I tell you those are the worst rides I've ever ridden in my entire life. Oh, stop! They're not that bad. Have you ridden them? I rode the Fast and the Furious one. It wasn't that bad. The bus? That ride is so yeah. stupid. <laughs> it is I don't know. It was... Uh, I was like, wow, uh, yeah. this is really it, huh? We're just on a motion simulator, but instead of the screen being in front of me, nice and clear, <laughs> I have to look through a tiny window over like a bunch of heads. Got it. Cool. Oh, my God. I was so annoyed. Gosh. So I was sitting in the middle. So a single rider. And like, oh, there's an empty space there. I'm like, I can't see shit. Like, I was like ducking, like trying to see the screen. I'm like, this is so dumb. Maybe if I got a window seat, yeah. I wouldn't have hated it as much. But. It, it was a, it was a, it was a repurposing of like a old like backlot tour or something, right? Kind of, but like then they. So what got me really more mad was that I rode Kong Skull Island the next day or the same day, but later on the same in the other park. It's like ones in Universal, ones in Isles Adventure, and I went to ride Kong Skull. Island. It's the same ride, just with different screens, like different movies playing Ooh. on the screen. It's it's the same ride vehicle. It's a bus. And I was like, so that, I cannot that believe me off I've been hoodwinked twice by this <laughs> park. I was so mad. I was like, hmm, whenever I come back to Universal, it's Harry Potter and Harry Potter only. Those are the only areas mm. that deserve rights. And the Spider-Man ride, but that's really it. <laughs> Anyways. Hello, Carla. <laughs> Welcome. Bless you. Thank you. Right. Yes, hello, Carla. Are you done opening or slotting cards, or should I take the next one as yes, well? Yes. I No, I can take the next one. Okay. Um, I am done. I'm done slotting cards. I'm also, like, sweating. But that's, that's another story. It's probably related to uh, the slotting of the cards. <laughs> probably. Uh, okay, so... Uh, okay. Interesting. I must have missed that one. Uh, okay. 
uh, Agatha all season? Yeah. So IGN reports that uh, Marvel's Agatha Harkness show is coming to Disney+. Plus. So this is a WandaVision spinoff. Uh, so for those of you that have not seen WandaVision, I guess that's a minor spoiler, but Agatha Harkness does play a role in WandaVision. Um, and uh, like I said, this one comes from IGN, uh, who reports a WandaVision spinoff starring Katherine Hahn is reportedly in development at Marvel Studios. As reported by Variety, the Disney Plus show will star Hahn in her WandaVision role of Agatha Harkness and is believed to be a dark comedy. WandaVision's head writer Jacques Schaeffer, Schaeffer, <laughs> Schaeffer um, is apparently to serve as writer and executive producer. The Variety Report was unable to clarify any further details. So, um, I mean, the thing that I get caught up in is, like, just remember how many, like, Marvel shows we have coming, right? Like, there's still so many of them that haven't even seen the light of day. Like, She-Hulk, Moon Knight, all these other shows, right? Miss Marvel. We've heard. uh, Yeah. What else? I don't even remember. (laughs) I honestly forget. I mean, obviously, the Guardians of the Holiday special that we just talked about. Um, well, right, and like all this stuff is talked about, but nothing, nothing is, you know, not, not not to say nothing's acted on, right? But like, think about the first ones that we heard about. We heard about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We heard about Wandavision. We heard about um, Loki, right? Th- and those have all come out now. So, I think we'll probably start seeing She Hulk in those sooner. I mean, I'm surprised to see the Hawkeye's coming out so soon because I thought Hawkeye was a little further out. But yeah, yeah, it's uh, so it's exciting. But I've learned to take this stuff with a grain of salt because just like that. Uh, your hopes and dreams could be gone, uh, just like Lizzie McGuire. So, <laughs> just like Lizzie you know. McGuire. Oh my God! I'm still, I'm still pissed about them canceling that. I'm so sorry. Um, Watch iCarly instead. I hear that it's actually really good. I yeah, I should. I mean, I haven't given it a try, so I I can't tell you. But I've seen from what I've seen people say on Twitter, like actually the show kind of slaps. I'm like, huh, interesting. Maybe I'll watch it, and then I proceed to forget that it exists. So yeah. There's so much shit to watch. Too much too much media to consume. Yeah, That's apparently I have to watch like Squid Game now, and I'm like, what about Splatoon? I don't know. So What about Splatoon? Please. That was the first thing that came to mind when I heard about uh, Squid Game. Literally same like, thing. oh, y'all talking about Splatoon? <laughs> like, I'm sure so, it's great. Um, it's uh, ev- like half the show floor cosplayers were, were Squid Game characters, so I don't know. Right. Um, right. Maybe one day. Um, But, so tying into the whole Agatha Harkness thing... We've got a whole download from Disney Plus Day. Uh, so this one comes from Deadline. Um, and they started off their announcements with Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings will hit Disney Plus on Friday, November 12th, which the studio will be designating as Disney Plus Day. Um, that's a consumer day celebrating the services. Uh, we'll be surprising people with offers, and it'll be an annual thing, said uh, Chapek, which I believe is the date that Disney Plus released last year, was it? Has it only been a year? Uh, no, it was last year. No. Has it only been a year? No. It's been two years. It started 2019. Oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry. November 12, 2019. Sorry, I was wrong. Yeah. I'm allowed to be wrong. That's okay. Um, you're doing great. So outside of Shang-Chi, uh, oh, so we're going to have new content releasing against, uh, against one of the four, one of our four key franchises. Uh, so outside of Shang-Chi, here's what else is dropping on Disney Plus Day. Jungle Cruise will become free on the service to subscribers. The new Disney Plus original movie, Home Sweet Home Alone, a reimagining of the popular holiday franchise, will debut. An all-new series of shorts uh, from Walt Disney Animation Studios, Olaf, called Olaf Presents, which sees Frozen Snowman retelling several classic Disney tales as only as uh, as only he can, uh, which sounds really entertaining. Uh, domestic Disney Plus streaming debut of fan favorite shorts from Walt Disney Animation Studios, including Frozen Fever. Oscar-winning shorts, Feast and Paperman, Oscar-nominated Mickey Mouse short, Get a Horse, and more. I'm shocked that these aren't on there already. Right. Uh, there's also the animated short film Ciao Alberto from Pixar, which features characters from their feature fi- feature picture Luca. 
Nice. A new short from The Simpsons that pays tribute to Disney Plus's marquee brands. First five episodes from Season 2 of The World According to Jeff Goldblum from National Geographic. A special celebrating the origins and legacy of Star Wars legendary bounty, bounty hunter Boba Fett. A special celebrating the Marvel Cinematic Universe on Disney Plus with an exciting look towards the future. And Dope Sick, an original series starring Michael Keaton, which will be released in international markets as part of the Star General Entertainment content offering. Dope Sick. What is even? Woo! I don't even know what that is. Yeah. I don't know what it is either, but um, it sounds like there's a lot of stuff coming out. A lot of, a lot of media to consume, what, as always. What is that Boba Fett special? That's not that his show, right? Is it just... Um, I'd like to call Rita to the stage. The show is called Book of Boba Fett. Bo- Baba. Yes. The, <laughs> Boba the Fett. Book of Baba? <laughs> the Book of Boba Fett. that Book of Baba? So what is the special then? It's a, Hold on. Uh, I, I have literally no idea. Let's see... I need water is what I need. The special debuts right before Book of Boba Fett is expected to land on the service in December. Interesting. Okay, so maybe it's just like a... I don't know if it's like going to be like a, a special that's set within a Star Wars universe, or if it's just a special about like the development of the character, kind of like a, a filmmaking special. Who knows? I'd imagine it'll be like a filmmaking special, but let's see what happens. Let us see. Also, remember Jeff Goldblum... I should probably watch that. I remember, never even watched the remember first season. Remember season one? No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. I didn't watch season one either. Ugh. Anyways. I didn't, I didn't, yeah, there's too much shit to consume, as I said. So, really All right, is. take the next one. All right. Anthony Mackie is about to twist some metal. I think this one is kind of older. Yeah, this one's from literally over a month ago now. Um, but just in case you missed the news, uh, Anthony Mackie has been cast in the lead role of a twisted metal TV show, which I believe we've discussed in our last episode at some length. I don't remember. Um, but the new this one comes from comicbook.com. The new Twisted Metal TV show in the works at Sony Pictures Television and PlayStation Productions has cast its lead character. The pair announced that Anthony Mackie, best known as the next Captain America, has been cast as John Doe, the series' lead character. And if this sounds like a big casting, it's because it is, and maybe because Sony TV and PlayStation Productions are reportedly extremely high in the potential of the show. Um, we're thrilled to have Anthony Mackie on board. His ability to blend comedy, action, and drama is perfect for the twisted world we're creating, said Azad uh, Kizilbash. Uh, head of PlayStation Productions of the casting. So this should be exciting. And then kind of to to switch gears directly into the hot news gaming, um, Twisted Metal is also getting a revival, the actual game, not just as a as a TV show. So um, this one comes from VideoGamesChronicle.com. Uh, it says, Source, Destruction All-Star Studio Lucid handed the Twisted Metal revival. So Destruction All-Stars was that um, PlayStation exclusive. It was on PS Plus. It was kind of like a... I don't know how to describe it. You jump in the cars and you crash into each other and you get points. Um, so that studio has been uh, handed the handed the wheel of, of Twisted Metal, which I think is fitting, considering the premise of Twisted Metal is also to crash things and destroy things, much as you do in Destruction All-Stars, which was admittedly a good game. It was just very... Um, no one really played it, and it's a multiplayer-only game. So hopefully just will be a little bit. I am almost positive that we talked about this, but Did it we? Matter. I don't think I'm looking did. now. And I didn't see it, but we talked about it when the Twisted Metal... Uh, um, there was a rumor of it coming back as the last thing we talked right. about. So now it is basically confirmed because the studio has handed the, the IP. So, um, to quote, PlayStation has handed its Twisted Metal series, Rival Destruction, All-Stars developer Lucid Games. According to the source's new combat, uh, car combat installment, uh, which by release will be the series' first in over a decade has started early development at the Liverpool UK-based studio. One person with knowledge of Lucid's plans suggested that the revival would be built around the free-to-play model, partly in response to Destruction All-Stars' last-minute transition oh, no. from a premium game to a PlayStation Plus title. 
Hmm. I mean, I'm sure it'll be like, uh, I guess Rocket League isn't technically free to play, but like kind of like Fortnite or, or Apex or whatever. And hopefully the microtransactions aren't, you know, uh, I, I hope they're extreme. Miserable. I hope that we get nothing but a thousand microtransactions. I I don't know. <sighs> I, I don't know how I feel about that. Like Destruction All Stars, I feel like fell off so quickly. I think and it was just because I also it was so like... shallow. Like, I don't know. It was fun. Like it it was polished, but it was it just didn't have much going for it. It was fun right. in concept, like, but after you get over, I mean, like, it was fun for the little bit that I played of it. But just yeah, like you yeah. said, once you kind of get past it, you're like, okay, yeah. I mean, it is what it, it is. It didn't have the same allure as like Fall Guys, for example. I mean, even Fall Guys fell off a little bit, I think. But maybe, maybe it fell off for us because we're tough to we're we're too hard to please. That's yeah. the bottom line. I just I don't know. You played it once, and I'm sure there's all those new maps now. Maybe we can boot that up soon. But you're like, okay, I can move on now. I'm satisfied with my camera. <laughs> right. It's like it's like okay, yeah, we'll play this, and then we never do. Exactly. Um, it's okay. Did you follow any of the Tokyo Game Show news at all? Announcements. Let me, let me really... look at it. I feel like I feel like I watched some of it, but like I put this article in here, and there's a bunch of like random little announcements. Nothing major came out of Tokyo Game Show. I don't think. No. Except for like, there's a. I don't know. Uh, new Square Enix RPG Dungeon Encounters revealed coming in two weeks. So that's I don't feel like no. Actually, today it's set to release today. Um, Monster Hunter Rise coming to Steam. Uh, Scarlet Nexus. And yeah. The, the, okay. Yeah. Scarlet Nexus and uh, AI. This uh, some somnium somnium file. Huh? Uh, and Mighty Goose. <laughs> that was what. That was what hit me. It, like it. I saw it come up in my notifications. Like in the morning, overnight, it came in, and mm. that was all I saw, heard of Tokyo Game Show. Yeah. It seems to be like just a bunch of minor announcements for like expansions or extra characters being added to whatever games. I don't know. Nothing too right. too major. Um, right. Unless you're a big fan of, it seems like a lot of it was Square Enix stuff. So if you're a big fan of like right. JRPGs, then maybe look into this more in depth. Which is always, I mean, that's always like the focus of Tokyo Game Show. Yeah. So it's not entirely surprising. Not at all. Um, cool. Can I? Do you want me to take sex one? Then you could take the. One yeah, after, because I don't know shit about well, the one after right. that. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Sounds great. All right, G four. Who remembers that one? Raise your hands. G4 is coming back I, next month. I, I can't even believe this is real. Like, it really is. I. What year are we living in again? It's. When, when did they shut down? Like 20. Wait, did they even make it to the 2010s? Was it like 2008? I, I don't even know. Let me see G4. Yeah, so while he's looking that up, this one comes from IGN. At long last, G4 will officially be making its return on November 16th. 2021 uh g4 will not or will launch not only on the channel lineups of Ryzen fios cox and xfinity tv but it will also stream on on philo i don't even know what that is and collaborate with twitch on a multi-year promotional and commercial partnership through uh, g4's official twitch channel channel specific content will also be featured on g4 social platforms and on youtube uh, g4 programming will be set to be is set to be delivered through a first-of-its-kind 24-7 broadcast studio, which looks to also serve as a collaborative workspace and professional esports and gaming environment. G4 Studio is long, uh, located in Burbank, California, and is designed by Populos, the company behind Yankee Stadium, Red Bull HQ, and Esports e Stadium Arlington. Um, so along with this, obviously, are all the big shows. Um, 
namely Attack of the Show is coming back. Uh, also X-Play. So hold on, let me go through the, the official lineup here. So X-Play, Attack of the Show, uh, Boosted, Ninja Warrior, ESL Gaming, um, Dungeons and Dragons Limited Series, and that's the lineup for so far. Um, the hosts Kevin Pereira and Adam Sessler are returning. Um, esports personalities. That is so crazy to me. Right? Esports personalities like Alex Goldenboy Mendez, uh, Ovi Lee May, and Froskerin. Um, WWE superstar Xavier Woods, aka Austin Creed. YouTube personalities like uh, Kasim G, Gerard the Completionist Khalil, Gina Darling, and Twitch streamers like Fiona Nova and Will Neff. I don't know who any of these names are, but. I don't know any of them are there, but did you say Gerard, Gerard the Completionist Neff or something like Gerard, that? Is that you? the Completionist Khalil is the full mm. name. So I'm sounds assuming like Ahmed GE to me. I'm assuming he completes games. A king wow. if I ever heard sounds of like, Sounds like a, <laughs> a king, please. So G4 yes. died officially in 2010. Wow. Okay, so it's been over like, 10 officially, years. Officially official. Like, DirecTV... Like axed it. Like in 2009, they started cutting it back. Mm. But in 2010, it was like nail in the coffin. Like you're done for. That's crazy because I don't think we've ever like seen a TV sh- channel die. I don't know. It feels like TV channels are eternal. I mean, they're not. But yes. I mean, I don't know. I feel like in what other TV channels have, do you know of that like died? I don't know. Died, died. Yeah. Uh, I mean. Like, they've gone through, like, mass revivals. Yeah, like, like, look at, like, the Disney Channel. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't, Not revivals, I wouldn't count but, like, ABC Family to Freeform as dying. That's just a rebrand. I would consider that dying. No, Long that's a ABC Family. <laughs> it's the same channel. No, it's not. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I can't think of one, okay? Are you happy now? I don't know. Yeah, I'm just, like, it's wild to have watched the channel die, but I'm glad it's coming back, because I think it was just ahead of its time, really. Like, it came before all the big esports things were, like, where, like, I think if it had it, had it been a channel in the mid-2010s when esports was really on the rise, then, like, it could have, you know, hosted that kind of thing. Um, I don't know. So, it's good. It's good to see it come back. I'm glad that they're, you know, resi- reviving all the old shows because, like, there was nothing wrong with the content, I feel like. It was just lack thereof. But I think now, with Twitch being huge and whatnot, it's it's... It'll be a lot easier to. I don't know. The industry has changed a lot in the past ten years. So, but but hold on. I bet you didn't know this, right? It was announced during Comic Con 2010 that G4 would be the exclusive North American broadcaster of Marvel anime, which made its television debut in 2011. During the week of July 26 to August 1st, 2010, G4 changed its logo to 4G as a promotion for Sprint Nextel's next generation wireless internet service. <laughs> wow! Remember Sprint. I can't... Yeah, there you go. You want to talk about a TV channel slash company that's dead. Do people still have Sprint? Is Sprint even a company anymore? Or was it officially bought... Was it officially absorbed Sprint. in T-Mobile? I don't remember. Sprint was officially absorbed in T-Mobile. Okay. I like... I just realized, like, now... Oh, wow. Sprint.com redirects to T-Mobile. Yeah. I just realized that that, like, deal completed. <laughs> Anyways. It's, uh... It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. Ridiculous. Anyways. Yes, G4 is coming back. Very, very exciting stuff. Um, that is exciting. I, I'll, I will say that's exciting. I, I don't know. It doesn't do much for me, but I mean, go off. Yeah, I mean, now in like the era of streaming, like you can get your news from any number of sources. I think before there was like a weird gap where when G Four shut down, you're like, well, how am I going to watch E Three now? Because like before you'd actually like right. watch E Three right, right, right. on TV. Yes. But now, like for that for a while, you were like, well, I don't know how to watch this. I don't know. Internet wasn't that fast back in the day to be able to stream things like that. So. Um, yeah. But. You know what else happened back in the day? <laughs> Kids played Grand Theft Auto 3. Oh my god. 
Why is this happening? Why is this keep so happening? Grand, Grand Theft Auto, the definitive trilogy, is coming later this year. Uh, this one comes straight from Rockstar Games, who said, Later this month marks a very special anniversary for Rockstar Games. 20 years since the original release of Grand Theft Auto 3, the game that set players loose in the sprawling three-dimensional metropolis of Liberty City with a new and unprecedented sense of freedom and immersion. In addition to carving a new path for the open-world genre, Grand Theft Auto 3 established Grand Theft Auto as a cultural phenomenon. Uh, alongside its two subsequent and equally legendary entries in the series, Grand Theft Auto Vice City and Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Uh, we'd like to extend a heartfelt thank you to all the Grand Theft Auto fans who have supported the games over the past two decades. Your love and appreciation for these games has helped push the Grand Theft Auto series forward to, with every iteration. So, it's coming to all consoles. Uh, I think it's coming to iOS, Android, uh, Xbox, PlayStation, Switch. It's coming to everything. Um, I don't know. What, what's kind of shitty is they're pulling the existing copies off of the Steam store, I believe. Um, so, that's interesting. So, if you have it, I guess download it or you'll, you know, or buy it now if you want the originals. Um, but, either way, it's... Uh, it's interesting. This leaked out. It's like the worst, one of the worst kept secrets, I think. Um, this leaked out, and Marvel pretty much, or not Marvel, excuse me, Rockstar Games finally announced that it's real and all that good stuff. So, um, isn't that the best yeah. when like something leaks and the company's like, you know what? All right, whatever, you win. Right, and that's exactly what happened here. So, um, yeah. So uh, I guess we'll move into the rest of the stuff here. We've got PlayStation reviews. I guess this is old as well, but Kena Bridge of Spirits reviews. Yeah. So um, I don't know if you looked into any of these at all um, about Kena and kind of, excuse me, the critiques. I have not. Do you have okay. more information? Go. Yeah, go I've, got, I've got a few things. So um, why is Nintendo's $60 oh, it's uh, trending? Because someone posted a tweet that's like, a $60 game from Nintendo and it's like footage from a boss fight from Metroid Dread and it's like a $60 game from Sony and it's a footage from a boss fight from God of War and they're like oh well you know oh. if a game is 2D it must be bad and not worth $60 oh I gotcha I gotcha I gotcha I see it now um, anyway there's all these memes yes. so pretty much the biggest thing with Kena Bridge of Spirits like people are not happy with how short it is and which like we've talked about in the past that's mm. great for us yeah I'm like that's fine um, that's a selling point for me how short is it um but it's uh, I'll I'll take a look and see. But uh, the open critic and Metacritic are both sitting at an eighty-five. IGN gave it an eight. Uh, Dual Shockers gave it a ten. Screen Rank gave it a four point five out of five. Uh, some others here, but um, oh, you know what? Actually, I'm going to search up how long here, to beat. dot com. I already got it. Um, main story what? nine and a half hours. Main story plus extras twelve and a half. Completionist, so me sixteen and a half. Um, I mean, I don't know yeah, if we'll okay. actually complete it, but. Um, so hold on, wait great. a second. Here it says Hades completionist, ninety six and a half hours. That lines up, right? I have a uh, hundred and two hours on Steam, and that's not including like the other hundred hours that. No, sorry, one hundred and nine hours on Steam. That's not including the hundred hours that I have on Switch. So that is so crazy. And here we go for Justin, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild completionist, one hundred eighty eight hours. One hundred and eighty eight. That's why I haven't beat that game. That's my excuse. The main the main story is uh, fifty hours. That's I, I don't feel like I put fifty hours into that game. It's still a lot of many hours. Metro Dread eight hours. Main plus extra nine and a half. Completionist eleven and a half. Oh, that's not that bad at all. Maybe I will pick that up sooner rather than later. Can knock that out of the park quick. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't even right, know what if, else we got here. I'm not just not a fan of. I haven't been a fan of two D metries in the press, so that's my that's my hang up. But we'll see. Anyways, Xbox. 
Do you want me to take this one? Real quick? Sure. Sorry, I keep yawning. You're good. All of a sudden, my coffee's wearing off. I mean, it is almost 10 o'clock. We did, you did start your Pokemon stream a little later than intended. It's okay. <laughs> I don't blame you. I'm also sweating. I don't understand why I'm... I don't know if it's the lights. I don't know what it is, but I am sweating. Maybe turn the air up? You got Maybe. air conditioning in your home? Anyways, this one comes from Xbox. We got Xbox Game Pass updates. This one's a little bit outdated by now, but I don't know if there are any further updates since this one, so this may be the latest. Actually, no, there's been an update as of today. So we'll go over this article plus the one from today as well. Um, so, hot off the presses as of two weeks ago, <laughs> Marvel's Avengers is coming to Game Pass in a move that surprises exactly no one because it should have been like that since the beginning. Um, so it is available now. It has been since September 30, uh, 30th. Includes all the post-launch heroes and missions, um, including Black Panther and all that fun stuff. Um, so if you've been wanting to give this game a try and you haven't, you know, you've heard that it's weird, which is correct, um, and you have Game Pass and you're paying for it, why not download it and give it a try? It's free. Um, yeah, so one, one thing to make clear, all the DLC that's included is all free already. Like, it's it's all free with any copy oh, of the game. okay, then never mind, yeah. Just kidding. Yeah. So it's not that big Logan of a... Fell, Logan, Logan fell for the same thing. Right. It's like they, they spin it like all the DLCs included. It's like, no, it's not. That's yeah, all free content. It's all free content. Um, but there's controversy now that they are selling XP boosters, like, in a kind of essentially, like, pay-to-win model that people are not very happy about, but whatever. It's fine. I want to say they've been doing that, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't. I, I saw an article about it that made it seem like it was a brand new thing that they were also doing. Oh, uh, so interesting. Who who knows what the truth is? Who knows? <laughs> All right, into some Game Pass updates. Um, available today is well, has been available in the past. Um, totally accurate battle simulator coming to cloud, console, and PC. Um, October seventh. Saw the release of the procession out to Calvary. Calvary? Yes, Calvary. Cloud, console, and PC. Um, Visage. Oh, shit. There you go. That game that I had on my list is on Game Pass. Perfect. Uh, Visage, Cloud, Console, and PC. Um, you know what would have been really nice? If you bought it and then realized it was on Game Pass. That would have been upsetting. I probably would have bought it on Steam. Steam has a generous return window. It's okay. Um, anyways. And then out today, we have Back for Blood, Con Console, and PC, as I mentioned before. Um, Destiny 2 Beyond Light uh, expansion is out today. Ring of Pain Cloud Console and PC on that comes out on October 14th. Um, the Rift Breaker Cloud Console and PC. Sorry, Xbox Series X and S Cloud and PC, not just any console, um, coming October 14th. Uh, this is another like day one on Game Pass. Uh, you're an elite scientist commando inside of an advanced mega suit, so basically Gundam in a different universe. Um, and then the Good Life on Cloud Console and PC. Uh, comes October 15th. This is another one that's uh, day one on Game Pass. Um, you're apparently a journalist who's drowning in debt and you accept a request from the Morning Bell newspaper to uncover the mystery of a small English town. Finds herself far away from home in New York in rainy woods known as the happiest place in the world. So it sounds kind of like spooky. Um, and then Windows 11 is officially available if you uh, if you are so inclined. I'll probably be holding off on installing it until I get like a new graphics card and I have a reason to kind of just read install everything fresh and have a nice clean installation but that's just me have i missed anything i don't believe i missed anything doo, doo, doo. i don't think so There's always like these these updates for uh game pass are always so massive yeah i don't know there's always like so many things and it's like 
you get this one random gun in this game. And I'm like, okay, cool, thanks. Like, they're including this Destiny 2 uh, DLC or whatever, which is Yeah, nice. that's what I was looking through, thinking that I had more information, but... No, it doesn't. Um, but yeah, so that's your Xbox updates. Wait, so what's Visage? Is that the one that changes with your voice? Uh, mm, let's look. I don't believe so. Set in a strangely structured house with a somber story, players control Dwayne Anderson as he explores the backstories of the inhabitants that once lived there. Uh, so no, I think well, it's just a regular horror game. It's it's pretty simple. I'm not playing that game. So. <laughs> he uh, said, okay. it's simple. I do not care. <laughs> uh, yeah, never mind. Uh, I'm sorry. Oof, I asked. And it's 35 right. bucks on Steam. I'm so glad it's free. Anyway. Uh, let's move into the Nintendo news. So we won't go through all the Nintendo Direct news because we reacted live to that for y'all. So, um, we did, so we did we, huh? we did stream that. Yeah, we did stream that, but perhaps the biggest news out of it is Sora from the Kingdom Hearts series is the final Smash Ultimate uh, character coming out. And it's coming out October 18th, so just in six short days, um, along with a bunch of new music, a stage, outfits from multiple Kingdom Hearts games. They've got Kingdom Hearts 1, 2, 3, 3D, and the Toon River uh, costumes included uh, with the fighters. So uh, this brings it to a total of to uh, 89 fighters across every one of the fighters that's been released. So uh, that counts the Pokemon Trainer as three, and Pyramithra as two characters. So um, 116 stages total, which includes the Battlefield and Omega Forms. Uh, uh, sorry, excuse me. Which, if you include the Battlefield and Omega Forms, it brings that up to 340. Um so Sakurai is done, so goodbye to him. Thank you for an amazing game um, and one that I'm not sure we'll be able to see something this massive um, again for a long time. Like, there's just so many licenses and stuff like that yes. uh, included in this, so it's pretty wild. It really is. Um, yeah, so um, I saw somebody saying that, like, if they have a, a copy of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate Edition that has all of the characters on the cartridge, like, to buy it because it'll, you know, whatever. It's, like, such a rarity that you get all these properties uh, in one game, which it's mm. true. I mean, you have Sephiroth, you've got Cloud, you've got Snake, you've got all these characters that, you know, there will come a time where those agreements all fade away. Um, I'm sure it'll be ported a hundred times yeah. uh, until then to every Nintendo system for here on out, but... Yeah, so. yeah. I just wonder. You're right about the contracts and whatever. Like, but do you think Nintendo negotiated like lifetime contracts for those characters? Because like, I have a digital version. Well, at one point I log in and it's like, oh, suddenly you can't play Cloud anymore. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, thanks. Uh, no, I don't think so. Because like, uh, they had issues with um, with copyrights and stuff like that with uh, Marvel vs. Capcom two. And like, you can still download the game because you bought it. It's just not listed for mm. new purchases anymore. I see, I see. I guess, like, I worry that at one point you won't be able to, like, re-download some of the DLC, like, some of the fighter passes or whatever because of things, and then... You might not be able to buy them, yes. Yeah. You might not be able to buy them. Well, so. maybe I should have bought that one physically. It's whatever. It's too late now. Well, no, the point is, if you buy it physically with all the cart all the characters on the cartridge, that's the key, right? Because then, yeah. if it's pulled from the eShop or whatever, then... That's what I mean. just buy it a second time, it's fine. Should I? That's fine. I'll wait. I'll wait a few years until there's like rumors imminent, and then I'll buy it right away before the prices shoot up. Um, and then I'll round it out uh, with this one since we've been trying to sell you on this game. So I'll continue trying to sell you on this game. Uh, Metro Dread reviews come uh, come from Nibel here on Twitter, who goes through just a review roundup. iGen gave it a nine. Um, another, uh, you know, Screen Rank gave it a ten. Gamespot gave it an eight. 
Uh, Metacritic at 90, Open Critic at 87. Um, so just you know, some of the blurbs here uh, from Ars Technica. The best thing I can say about Metroid Dread is that it absolutely stands up to that kind of pressure. This is the 2D sequel anyone who's played old school Metroid could have hoped for. Um, and then one from Polygon here. Dread reimagines the Metroid format with confidence and care, and it trusts the players, uh, the player to make leaps along the way. All I could think was that this is the Metroid game I've been waiting for. It easily stands astride the best entries in the series. That's good. Pretty I'm glad that it's uh, that it's doing well. Because I feel like some of the other reboots of older franchises haven't been received as well. Well, not reboots, just whatever, revivals of old series. Like, uh, what's we call it? Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania hasn't been reviewing too, too well. But I guess it is literally just a port of the original three games. So I guess whatever issues the original three games had was are issues yeah. that are going to occur in there. But then, like, No More Heroes 3, I feel like wasn't too, too well received. Um things like that so i'm glad this is doing well yeah i i am too because i think there's definitely opportunity for it to not go well yes good stuff maybe i will maybe i will purchase it who knows just another sixty dollars don't let us tw don't let us twist your arm yeah i know what's another sixty dollars amongst friends was warrior wear sixty dollars hmm. 50 okay that's a little bit better mm, still a lot of money but yeah still yeah but it's fine maybe 40 would have been the right price but that's okay it is what it is yeah. I had my fun with it for all, you know, three hours that I played of it. <laughs> it's fine. Oh my god. Alright. Is that about it for our episode 127? Any last minute breaking news? No, not that I... Let me see. Anything from the sands? No. From, from, the, from the chat over here? From the sands? From the stands. Oh, from the stands. Yes. Uh, no. From, not that I can the see. audience from the auditorium. Alright, well this has been episode 127. Please excuse the sound of my congested voice, because it's getting worse now. It has been progressively through the episode. I'm trying not to go like that all through the episode. But anyways, thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for joining. And we will catch y'all hopefully next week. Assuming that there's actually news that transpires between now and then. Um, yes, but in the I'm meantime, sure in the meantime uh, we'll be back on streaming, like actually streaming games. I feel like we haven't streamed in quite some time. Uh, regularly so I will definitely be taking up that mantle um, because Paul will be doing some traveling so uh, I'll be streaming some spooky games maybe Visage maybe Metro Dread who knows stay tuned maybe I will buy it <laughs> I'll sit on it but fingers crossed fingers crossed indeed all right this has been Paul Nomad with Funcast signing off peace peace